0: Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive, right here on our website. We want to thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, here in Florida, it's a very cold morning, so (laughs) everywhere north of here, it's freezing. (laughs) We're, we're in the middle of winter, but we are also in the middle of a mighty, mighty shaking all over the world all of the end time prophecies are are in the process of being fulfilled and we're caught right in the middle of this great shaking time and that's why i want to bring you a message this morning of counsel and comfort from the word of god we're going to be talking about the unshakable Jesus, the unshakable Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, there's a scripture that says we're to look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. In this time of mighty shaking, we need to set our gaze. It doesn't mean to glance at Him. It means to set our gaze upon Him. Amen. Because if we look unto Jesus, we're going to find the stability we need to stand in this mighty shaking time when fear is absolutely uh, seemingly uh, uh, oppressing everybody on the planet today and God wants us to stand in our faith in an unshakable posture because he wants to display the difference between those who know what is happening and more importantly why it's happening and even more importantly who is coming very, very soon. We're interpreting in time events, this great time of shaking as the prelude to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ for His bride and for His church. We're looking at these things that is causing the world such fear and trepidation and uncertainty. We're looking with the certain faith that our Lord and Savior is coming very, very soon and until He comes, He promised to be with us every step of the way. Praise God. Well, there's several messages going on here, but I want to zero in on the unshakable Jesus. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 8, verse 23 through 27. Speaking of Jesus, it said, And when He was entered into a ship, His disciples followed Him. And behold, there arose a great tempest. Underscore that. Tempest, a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. I think that's important to know that God is not pacing in heaven, wringing his hands about what's going on down here. He is still in control. And Jesus is still Lord to his glory. (laughs) Hallelujah. Listen. And he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. In other words, the storm didn't slowly dissipate and the white cap slowly calmed down. Immediately when he spoke that word, Amen. Listen, the Bible said of Jesus there was nothing made that he did not make. He was part of and parcel of creation itself. Glory be to God. Amen. So when Creator spoke to creation, creation responded immediately. There was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea Obey Him. Hallelujah. This word for tempest here, this great storm, literally these, these great waves that came, these, these tidal waves, if you please. This word tempest comes from the Greek word seismos. It is a Greek word for earthquake. And this Greek word for earthquake from which we get the word seismograph, seismos. This is the instrument by which the intensity of an earthquake is read. The Greek word is translated earthquake 13 times in the New Testament, but it is used one other place where it's not translated earthquake. The reason is because the effects of it were taking place not on land like all the others, but on the sea. So the word seismos in this one time is translated tempest by the King James or furious storm by the NIV. It was the occasion when Jesus was asleep in the boat. The storm became so furious that the waves threatened to sink the boat. The disciples were fearful of drowning. And Matthew 8.24 says this was a seismos or a storm or a waves caused by an earthquake. This is very common in histories filled with accounts of great tidal waves created by earthquakes. If there's an earthquake at sea, uh, there is a tsunami uh, uh, effect where the 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 reverberations of that creates these great waves, and we've seen that in our time uh, occur. And there's always warnings in the, any land areas in proximity to an earthquake at sea. So this was no ordinary storm. The power of this storm was overwhelming. Everything, and everything was shaking except Jesus. I like what Henry Emerson Fostick said. He said, the highest use of a shaken time is to discover the unshakable. When everything that can totter is staggering, then it's time to get our eyes on what is standing firm Praise God. I want to talk to you about Jesus, and I want to talk to you about that that is standing firm in this shaking time. And number one is the unshakable kingdom of God. The unshakable kingdom of God. Hebrews 12, 25 through 28 said, See that you refuse not him that speaketh, For if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, how much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice shook the earth? But now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signified the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which can not be shaken might remain. See there's a purpose in every shaken time, wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved or shaken. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptedly with reverence and godly fear. One translation of the scriptures here says It says, at that time his voice shook the earth, but now he's promised once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The word once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that 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 cannot be shaken might remain. Therefore, since we've received a kingdom that cannot be shaken... Let us be thankful and so worship God, acceptably with reverence and awe. Oh, dear friend of mine, the kingdom that we have been baptized into when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior is a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You know, I I, I think of 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 how violent earthquakes can shake everything, even mountains. Psalm 46 is talking about just such a shaking (laughs) because it says God is our refuge. God is our strength. A, an ever present or very present help in time of trouble. Therefore will not we fear though the mountains be removed and cast into the midst of the sea. Hallelujah. How can you, how, when something is that violently being shaken, how can we stand unshaken. Hallelujah. Why? Because God is our refuge. Oh, I'd like an amen on that. I don't know what you do when these shakings come and this shaking is on personally and, and, and globally. Let me tell you, I run to him. I do, I don't walk to him. I, I make no mistake about it. Amen. Fear motivates me to release my faith. That's why David said, what time I am afraid, I will trust in him. <laughs> in fact, there's nothing that stimulates my faith like fear. You say, well, if you had faith, you should never be afraid. I beg your pardon. Jesus said, fear not. One of the most frequent terms used in the New Testament is fear not. Fear not, little flock. It's a Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And by the way, we just read this kingdom cannot be... Shaken, hallelujah! And so he's talking about managing fear. He's not talking about living in some bubble where nothing ever happens to shake us. It's to, he's talking about what to do when fear comes. When fear came to them, they ran to Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I do the same thing. For the name of the Lord, the old covenant says, is a is a strong tower a mighty tower, a high tower. The righteous runneth into it and are safe. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, friend of mine, though the mountains be removed and cast into the midst of the sea, we can find a place in him. And we can find Him as our stability. A Christ who said, no matter what happens, I am with you always. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will go with you all the way. And that. It involves going with us through this perilous time that we are in when everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken. But there's a positive result so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. You know, there's a scripture in the New Covenant and it says of Jesus, I stand at the garner. That's where the wheat was brought in and the, and and it was placed. They they actually had had a situation where they would would push it up into the air. If they had a a, a I don't know what kind. I'm going to just call it a blanket. They put it in it and then they they hold four ends and throw it up into the air. And the and there's a a person with a fan that is fanning for all he's worth and the chaff. Not that is is separated, is blown away from the wheat, and only the kernel that is useful remains. But it's this shaking that allows for the true and the pure to come forth, amen. And it's happening today. It's happening today. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Oh, so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. The kingdom of man is shaking. <laughs> oh, is it ever shaking? The kingdom of man's man's ingenuity, man's uh, intelligence, man's abilities is all being shaken so that that The kingdom of God, which cannot be shaken, is going to begin to appear, and the people who are in that kingdom is, is just as unshakable as the kingdom itself. Praise God, because Jesus is with us, and God is for us today, and He still has power over the wind and the waves. But let me tell you something today, if God doesn't speak to the shaking, if God doesn't speak to the storm, if God doesn't speak to the tsunami without, He will speak to the fear that it is trying to bring within, the storm within you and I, that the storm without creates. And when He says, peace be still, He doesn't have to stop all the chaos. All He has to do is is have us begin to realize the peace that passes understanding, that keeps our heart and keeps our mind right in the midst of all of the chaos and all of the crisis. I'll tell you, peace is going to separate the, the true church from the, from, the, <laughs> from the phony church. And that's something that, it, that the shaking is bringing forth. The Bible said in the Old Covenant that that fearfulness has surprised the hypocrite. Why? Because they assumed that just by, by naming the name of God that they had a real covenant with Him. And when the shaking came, they found out they didn't. Amen. They said when God began to move in His judgments, they were blown away just like the chaff was blown away from the wheat. (laughs) <laughs> the, "...the fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrite, saying, "...who shall dwell with the devouring fire?" You see, the fire that warms us is a terror to them." the fire of his judgments that we declare righteous judgments unto them. Why is God allowing this? Why is God doing this? We see it as a purification, and they see it as something that threatens everything that they have put their trust in. Amen. When the financial institutions begin to shake, and by the way, amen, the get rich message is not the message (laughs) for the end time. The message for For the end time is the get ready message. Glory to God. Get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, He's going to meet my needs. He's going to meet your needs. Amen. But we don't follow Him for that that can be shaken. We follow Him for that which cannot be shaken. Now I'm going to give you a scripture here today and and uh well, I'm just going to give you a scriptural insight that I believe God has given me in, in the in the New Testament, and I'm sure he's given it to others, and others may see it from a different perspective but when it when it says that that end time events would include earthquakes in diverse places in very different places that's been happening since the beginning of time, but it would become more and more frequent as we get into the end. Times There would be earthquakes in diverse places, the sea and the waves roaring. Let me tell you about the sea and the waves. This is not just tsunamis, literal tidal waves in and of themselves. That is a sign. These shakings are signs, no doubt about it. The earth shook and the rocks split open. It was such a shaking when Jesus died on that cross. Amen. There was a great shaking. It shook so bad. The veil of the temple rent from top to bottom. God tore up the old contract in order to institute the new covenant or the new contract. Hallelujah. Something shook so that something which cannot be shaken might remain. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, everything you put your trust in other than Jesus is is in a process of shaking can i get an amen but though but your trust in jesus is in an unshakable christ which has brought us into an unshakable unmovable kingdom hallelujah earthquakes in divers places the sea and the waves roaring now in the book of Revelation the beast, the Antichrist, the, the the false prophet come out of the sea and the sea is representative of humanity. The the inhabitants of the earth out of the sea of humanity is going to come a singular. Person, But he's coming out of the sea, the sea talking of the, the world and, and its population, its inhabitants. The Old Covenant says this, it says the wicked are like the troubled sea, whose waves, it's so violent on the top of the, of the deep sea, that the waves on top are shaking the bottom man, whose waves cast up mire and dirt, there is no peace, saith God unto the wicked. there is they can't buy it, it's not for sale on the marketplace and 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 so no one can buy peace, but peace is a a gift to us we have peace with God so we can experience the peace of God and we have the peace of knowing what is happening right now is prophecies being fulfilled this great shaking that is shaking everything that can be will be I'm going to tell you, if you if you're part of the true church today if you're really born from above and you're committed to follow Christ as a disciple you're not going to be shaken but if you don't have that kind of commitment. And if you you are are like the five foolish virgins who had a a a a, a profession without a possession Amen. You will be shaken away. You'll be shaken loose from the faith. And that's why the falling away is beginning. And that's why it's occurring. Because everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. And out of this great shaking is going to come a true church. Glory be to God. Amen. The unshakable kingdom of God stands sure. The Bible said, amen, that, 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 that God knows them that are His. The Holy Spirit has sealed us. Amen. The, the foundation of God standeth sure having this seal. The Lord knows them that are His. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Praise God. Remember the empty profession? People that stood before him and said, I've done mighty works in your name. I've cast out them. Dev- Depart from me, he said. They called him Lord, Lord, Lord. They started out with that profession without a possession. Amen. And he said, Depart from me, you that work iniquity. I never knew you. Amen. But, but the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. He's marked us. He's literally branded us. Amen. He's given us the Holy Spirit, sealed us literally, which means to mark us, to brand us with His seal. That's how He knows we are His, because He's given us His Spirit. To be without the Spirit of God is to not know God, not to have oil in our vessel. But because we qualify. To be filled with his spirit. To be granted his spirit. Within us. That God by the spirit. Can live within us. That Christ by the spirit. Can live within us. Is the blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we dear friend. Are part of an unshakable kingdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ came to the earth to bring God's salvation plan. His birth shook the world. (laughs) Tremors are still shaking the heavens and the earth. He came to establish the kingdom of God in the earth and in those that would come to him by faith. We as Christians have been placed in that unshakable, everlasting kingdom. Praise God. Look at Colossians real quick in our closing time. Colossians 1 in verse 13. It says, Who hath delivered us, speaking of Christ, from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, I'm going to make some declarations. Death can't shake this kingdom, for Christ our King is the absolute ruler over death. Satan cannot shake this kingdom for Christ is the absolute victor over the devil and all of his minions. Everything outside the kingdom is material and can be shaken. Everything in the kingdom is spiritual and will last forever. We are in this kingdom where Jesus is the supreme, sovereign King, (laughs) hallelujah, if your world is shaken today and you come to Christ and discover the kingdom of God, then something positive and powerful has resulted from the crumbling of all that we had our confidence in. We, we, we've traded the temporal and the transient for the eternal and the unchanging. That's why I said to you early on, the get-rich gospel, following Jesus only for the material at the expense of <laughs> the eternal and the spiritual, you see, it's all right if God makes you rich. Hallelujah! Praise God, Amen. I just thank God for you. If God, if God decided to make me rich, I pray I could handle it. <laughs> I saw a T-shirt the other day that says, "Lord, let me, please, let me win the lotto." So I can prove to you that it won't change me. Well you, God already knows what will change you and God's not gonna quote unquote bless you with something that's gonna make you proud. And self-sufficient doesn't mean he has to keep you poor. I think if you grow spiritually, he can trust you with more materially. Amen. He can bless you according to your spiritual priorities and your spiritual maturity. But I'm telling you, following him for the fish and loaves, following him for the water turned to wine, following him for any other reason than the unshakable kingdom. And the eternal blessing of that kingdom. And the blessing we have right now. What price peace. What price peace. When everything is shaking. Amen. To be part of and have within us an unshakable kingdom. Glory be to God. Dear friend of mine, I want you to know today when everything that can be is being shaken. Today is no day, no day to be living as the world is living, filled with the same fears, the same trepidation, the same uncertainties. We have certain faith in the unshakable kingdom of God. And the unshakable promise of God and of Christ. Amen. In this world, you'll have tribulation. It's going to shake violently. (laughs) Be of good cheer. (laughs) Cheer up. Cheer up. I have over Come, the world. Amen. Listen, friend, he's with us today in the storm. He's with us in the tempest. He's with us in the midst of it all. Praise God. And because he's with us, we have everything we need to stand. <laughs> I like that. I like the song that was made from it turned out to be a romantic song. And I actually sung it to the Lord because I couldn't find, I got, a, I got in a place in Florida on the way to a revival meeting and it was way out in the middle of nowhere going down into s- central and south Florida. And, and I couldn't find the, the station that, the Christian station. I didn't have a CD player at that time or, or uh, anything else. I, 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 this was, this was after the eight track <laughs> era. I had an eight track. I had a, a tape player and I had a CD player and of course now we've got the streaming stuff. I did, I couldn't find Christian music. I wanted to praise God. I wanted to, to have good praise music on while I traveled but they put on a I found a 50s station and that's when I was growing up during the 50s and I remember the song amen stand by me I won't fear I won't fear as long as you stand by me. Talking about his, his partner in life, his wife, his girlfriend, his sweetheart. And I found out a little research that, that, that the, though the stars we look upon shall crumble and fall and the mountains suddenly crumble to the sea. Sound familiar? I won't be afraid. I won't shed one tear as long as you stand, stand by me stand by me praise God I, I I I I I sung that song to the Lord. I took it and sanctified it and made it a praise song. And I I sung it. And I love my wife. And I hope uh, if I go home and she's holding my hand, that would be really great. She can only go with me so far. She can go with me to the to the ICU. She can take me by the hand. But uh, oh, she can't stand by me in those last moments, like the one who said i'll never leave you can stand by me oh hallelujah jesus will be there at my bedside oh i love my wife and i appreciate her support but can't nobody (laughs) we used to sing it can't nobody do me like jesus he's my friend glory be to god stand by me I did a little research and the person who wrote the song didn't write it for a pop song. Actually, they unsanctified it and used it for a pop song. And it was very popular and is to this day. But it was based on Psalm 46. (laughs) God is our refuge. God is our strength. A very or ever-present help. In the time of trouble, therefore will not we fear, though the mountains be removed and cast into the midst of the sea. Friend, that's a mighty shaking that's occurring. And yet, because he's standing with us and standing by us, we can have peace in the time of this kind of crisis and this time of chaos (laughs) though the stars fall from the sky and the mountains crumble and be cast into the sea yet I won't fear and I won't shed a tear as long as you stand by me nothing and no one in the world can give you that kind of comfort that kind of consolation only the unshakable Christ can do that. Only the unchanging God can do that. But He can and He will, and I believe it's going to set us apart. For the sinners in Zion, <laughs> amen, have said or have been overtaken with fear and said who shall who shall be able to to stand the devouring fire. Amen. Because when God moves in judgments that shakes everything, it's so that that which cannot be shaken might emerge and stand. And we will not be shaken if we acknowledge and look to Jesus Christ, the unshakable Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not going to tell you that some things don't bother me, concern me, even cause me to fear. But what time I'm afraid, as David said, I will trust in you. (laughs) One translation of Scripture says his heart is fixed of a righteous man. His heart is fixed, trusting In the Lord. He will not be afraid. Of evil tidings or bad news. Friend of mine. If you're going to get the good news, you can't go to CNN, you can't go to Fox, you can't go to MSNBC. You can get fake news and you can get fearful news, but the only place you're going to get the true news and the good news is in the word of the living God. My Bible tells me in the chaos of the end times when you see these things begin to come to pass, (laughs) lift up your head. Look through the lens of the soon coming of Jesus and the promise to be with us and come back for us. Praise God. When you see these things begin to come to pass, lift up your head. Or as Jesus said, be of good cheer. Cheer up. Your redemption is drawing very, very nigh today. Oh, God loves you so much today, dear friend. If you're a Christian, you're part of an unshakable kingdom. Stand firm, having overcome all, having done all. Just stand in the absolute blessed assurance that we have. For the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knows them that are His. Glory be to God. God knows you today. And when you stand in the presence of God, He will acknowledge you. He won't say, depart from me. I never knew you. He'll say, I I know you. I know you. I have sealed you with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. Praise God. Praise God. Today, if you don't know Jesus, the Bible says of you in the Old Covenant, that the wicked and we were all sinners before we got saved. Sinful men and women. The wicked are like the troubled sea whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, unto the wicked. Ah, but to counter that in the New Testament, oh, it says that we can have peace with God and we can experience the peace of God that passes all understanding because it isn't the circumstance becoming calm it's us being calmed within in spite of the circumstance it's a peace that the world can't give but Christ offers us through reconciling us to God Hallelujah. So if you don't know Jesus today, I urge you, run to Him and find security. Run to Him and find safety. Not only now in this present world, but throughout all eternity, He will seal you and cause you to stand firm and true in Jesus' name.